All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. Fuck <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. Welcome. And yes, and let's go ahead and get it started. I'm excited because of course, as always to kick off the show, it is five questions. Yes. All right, guys. So as you know, five questions. We're just going to jump into it. Five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little better. We ask five questions and we try to ask them in interesting ways. They range from funny to sad to thought provoking. And yeah, so this is five questions. You ready? You think people You think people know us by now? What do you think? You think uh, people know us? We'll I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they know something. I don't know. They, don't know they know something. Yes. Yeah. All right. still, you you still answer questions in ways that make me sometimes go, huh? Like I learned a little bit. Okay. So. Oh, see, that's good. Always learning. There All you right. Go. <laughs> Question one. Mm-hmm. I want you to rank these hot sauces from your favorite to what the fuck. <laughs> All right. I mean, Here. I'm kind of like, what the fuck with this question? But okay. Oh, God. Okay. No, wait. You know what? I just realized when I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> Guys. I just realized it. I just, it just hit it. I promise. I it just hit me. <laughs> I just don't like hot I don't like hot sauce, y'all. So that's why. Okay. So what's your new question? Why? <laughs> I don't know. If I don't ask this one, then I don't have a question. <laughs> All right. Well, go All ahead. Right, I bye. may have, tr- I may have tried some of them. So let's do it. Okay. There's Texas Pete, mm-hmm. Tabasco, mm-hmm. Red Hot, or okay. Cholula. And you said from least to favorite? No, from favorite to least. I mean, to, from, from, favorite. <laughs> from favorite to what Oh, from fuck? favorite to least. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with Frank's Red Hot, Texas Pete, uh, Cholula, and then Tabasco. The fact that Texas had... Pete was not your number one <laughs> already what? lets me know. I don't... It, I don't do hot sauce. I don't like it. The only time I use Texas Pete is when I make buffalo chicken dip. So, I mean, I put that shit on everything. Or not, what is it? Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. Yes. Um, all that other shit, I've sampled, but I don't eat that stuff. So, you, so I don't So, know. you do eat hot, hot sauce if you drink. You use hot sauce if you... Can you eat hot sauce? I guess you are eating hot sauce. I anyway. mean, technically, but it's mixed with a whole lot of stuff that keeps me... You know, nah, um, yeah. But what's yours? Mine is Texas Pete is one. Texas Pete is king. Texas Pete, oh, Texas God. Pete reigns supreme. Okay. Then there's Red Hot. Then I mean the last two I really don't like. Tabasco to me is like bottom of the barrel hot sauce, but people swear by it. So I would say Texas Pete, Red Hot, Cholula, and then Tabasco. All right. Question okay. two. Wait, did you see that Old Bay is coming out with a hot sauce? Yes. Oh, okay. Because my sister texts me like she didn't <laughs> But anyway. I mean. Yes. <laughs> I mean. 
Oh, gosh. I guess. All right. Question two. <laughs> okay. This is kind of a complex question, but it's not a complex question. Oh, so just listen. So just listen. Okay. Everyone listen. Everyone listen. Is it better to ask a clear question in order to get the answer or answers you want? Or is it better to give context, elaborate when you are asked a simple question? Is it better to ask a clear question to get a specific answer or what? Is it better to ask a clear question in order to get mm-hmm. the answers, the answer or answers you want? Mm-hmm. Or is it better when you're asked a question to give context, elaborate? When you're asked like a simple question, is it better to dig, to give context and elaborate? Oh, uh, I guess better to ask a clear question a clear question to get the specific answers you want, I guess. I so agree. I so agree. This must have come from a personal experience. No, actually it did not. This came from, what was I watching? What was I watching? Ah, now I got to remember. Oh, Oh, I was, oh, this actually came from Grownish. It actually came from Grownish, the last episode. Do you remember when, do you remember when uh, Zoe was trying to talk to Luca and when he was, oh, okay, before she okay. found out why he was like giving her one word answers and she was yeah, like, yeah, 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 I guess I gotta. And so, and then it, and so before I found out that he, you know, was faded, you know, three sheets to the wind, I was like, huh, I wonder like who's like, was it her responsibility to ask questions, like to ask a more open-ended question or was it his responsibility to like, he knows Zoe, he knows he needs to go beyond the, anyway, that's where it came from. Okay. All right, question three. Mm-hmm. Does your toilet paper roll over or roll under? Does it hang over or hang under? You ready for me to answer? Yes. Oh, under. That's the proper way to put it on the toilet paper roll. Is there really such a thing as the proper way? There is, is a proper the... way. There is a proper way. And under, hanging under is it. It's just easier. It just makes life so much simpler. Like, But easier does not make it proper. <laughs> I mean, I'd use, I do under too, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, then that's where, then listen, it, it's under, and I don't know, I don't need to explain it. It's under. If you got it over, then you're wrong, period. Question. Right, we're, we're, <laughs> four, we're going to keep it moving. <laughs> All right, question four is a one, two, three. You ready? This Uh-oh, is our first okay. one, two, three of 2020. Is it? Okay. Yeah, this is only like the second full episode, so. Oh, okay. Like, All right. I think this is the first one. Anyway, one, two, three. Are you now, and especially now that you've had both, Android or Apple? Okay. Yep. One, two, three. Apple. Apple. Yeah. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Okay. First of all, I'm going to need for you to to remember your pow, pow, pow. Uh Oh. And second, yes, I do like Apple. I don't know, it's just something I just appreciate it more than I did Android. I mean, I liked Android, but Apple is really is just simple. I don't know. I just feel like it does everything for me, and I'm good with that. So, yeah. <sighs> All right, here's the last question. You ready? Yep. Okay. Question five. We're going to each take turns answering the question about the other person. Okay. Name a strength... And a weakness. So you name a strength and a weakness in me, and I'll name a strength and a weakness in you. Um, huh. Okay. I'll say your weakness. I'll start with the weakness. A weakness that I think, I mean, something that I say all the time is that you overthink. Like, you just overthink everything. 
Um, but your the strength that I think sticks out to me the most is that you are, I guess I'm gonna use the word adventurous. Like you're not afraid of change or to, or to explore new things. Like, you know, you can, you, you being in New York, I would be, um, I think I would have anxiety attacks every day if I had to live in New York. Um, or like, you know, when you had, uh, packed up and just hit it to Georgia, you know, your ability to like, just take on new challenges, new, new areas without letting any, uh, without letting fear or hesitation, uh, getting your way. Yeah. There you go. Well, I think no stop. I think <laughs> I think one of your weaknesses uh, is your emotions. I think you can go from zero to a hundred real quick. Hold on that real shit. And because you go from zero to a hundred real quick, sometimes or I want to say sometimes when you go from zero to a hundred real quick, it's only in the hindsight. Do you recognize like how you could have approached it differently? Yes. And so, yes. you know, if Ooh, you just started to pause, slow, slow the progression, then Things it might just so give different. more time to, to be reflective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But I think also your strength is your, I think it's a double-edged sword because I also think that your strength is your emotions as well. Like you care when you decide to care about something or when you decide to do something, you do it with a level of commitment that even if it's not at 100% peak, it's still better than some people's best days. And so that to me uh, is also like the blessing of being emotional or caring or committing to something, right? So it's a double-edged sword. And that concludes five questions. Ooh, ooh, yes. Those are some really good questions. I actually like those questions. Um, yeah. Pow, and guys, yeah. yes. <laughs> And plug time, guys, if you have any answers to today's questions or if you want to suggest any questions for Aaron to read on air, please contact us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. Or you can email us at a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. Ding. <laughs> that's my little, uh, that's my end date. Anyway. Yes, and now let's go into Under My Skin. Yes, and I will start this week. Guys, I'm going to have to give a restaurant that I've previously given Under My Skin to once again. And no. it's my fucking Chipotle, man. Motherf- oh. Okay, so let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you about Chipotle. So, was this last night? Friday? Yes. Friday, yes, Friday night, I got my mouth set on some Chipotle. Like, I really want, like, I, I even decided to get a burrito this time. Like, I was like, ooh, I want, like, an actual burrito. Like, I'm about to crush. Go online, you know, to order it or whatever so we can get it delivered. Aaron, Robin says they have a disclaimer up here. I'm like, for what? There's no corn salsa. What the fuck, Chipotle? How can oh, I have anything? Well damn restaurant you, away there. Exactly. Shut it down. Shut Aaron, Aaron, when no I tell corn you, salsa. What? no corn <laughs> salsa, like that is everything. That is everything. 
And I still got the burrito and it wasn't even good. I think I ended up eating maybe like a quarter of it and just was like, I can't do this. I don't know. It was just <laughs> thick. Like it just, it wasn't, it just wasn't right, man. It didn't give me that little kick that I needed that just, oh, it changes no. the whole thing. That corn, You've been getting man. your Chipotle a certain way, a certain style. Yes. That corn is, boy, that, It's everything, right? Like, oh my God. Oh my God. So, um, yes, needless to say, I was very disappointed. I mean, Chipotle, you got me again. <laughs> if you do, I mean, one more time, man, and that's it. I'm going to have to go on another, like, break from Chipotle. I've had to do that before when they was coming out with the little sickly shit. Now I'm going to have to go, you know, because they don't want to get shit right. Like, and I try to get on passes, but, uh, whatever. But, yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's what got under my skin this week, um, that I'm sharing up here with you all and not okay. just one-on-one with Aaron. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what got under your skin this week? I've been trying to figure out the best way to talk about this without talking about it. I think when I initially was going to do it, I was like, fuck it. I don't care. But, you know, time has passed. I've had... <laughs> I'm a sober. <laughs> so, um, no, let me stop. Um, I mean, I can't wait to hear what it is. It's not that deep. I mean, what? Okay. Oh. This, so the word, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. That's really what it is. Just say okay. it. Honestly, say it's everybody's time. <laughs> no, it's, uh, nah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what gets under my skin is a lack of, when there's a lack of consideration for someone else in spaces where two or more people have to share that space, that thing, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I think that's the the best way to say it. And essentially, like I'm sharing a space with someone right now, temporarily. Uh, I'm trying to make this as broad as possible. I'm sharing a space with someone, and this person that I'm sharing the space with is not like they're still acting as if they're the only person that's utilizing this space. And mm-hmm. many times, it doesn't like impact me because like i don't care like but i think but the problem with that attitude or approach in these moments is that when it does matter oh they still carrying on like there's there's just no consideration i think whether i choose to care or not the fact that there's no consideration for two or more people who now have to like share this space do this thing attach themselves to these things together uh see this thing through uh yeah it just that's what gets under my skin and that is what I'm dealing with. Oh, no, I get that. That sucks. See, that's why I don't like people, man. That's why right there. Like, just add that to another reason. That's why like I'm people. single. <laughs> eh! Oh, yes, because that's a real sharing in space. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up for Under Our Skin this week. Okay, you know, sometimes we be having two and three things, but we do, we've do. we been doing good here lately. Like, well, just could, one thing, uh, you know, trying to... Oh, you, you have That's more. Good. No, no, I don't have more, but I could have went in on that one thing. I think that was very thoughtful or as thoughtful as it could be and very concise because there were parts. Yeah, I could have went in on that. Oh. Okay. Oh, All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to what are we watching? What are we watching? Yes. I don't know why I'm looking forward to this section. Because like, Grey's Anatomy is back, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and do my. (laughs) What am I watching? Um. So I'm gonna make it quick. 
I'm watching a few different things this week. We got some new shows back on Netflix. Uh, first up, I'm going to talk about Sex Education. Second season seems to be trash. Uh, I have not finished it. I could barely get into the first episode. So I said I would just have to try again later. I'm was the first season good? The first season was really good, and I was excited about season I could two. never get into the first season. Like I always, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was good. But, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to feel about season two. Um, moving on to Sabrina uh, part three. Also starting off kind of slow, kind of trash. Like, I don't know, Netflix, what's happening. I don't know if y'all are in this gray area. We don't know what to do with these shows because we've taken it to the height already. Like... It seems like they do that, and then they don't know what to do with the next season. So we'll see how that goes. But I am, I know I'm definitely going to try to get into Sabrina again. Um, Yeah, man. It's just, you know, it it started off like, what? So I just had to turn it off. Um, And third, new on Netflix, October Faction. Have you seen it? Or the trailer? I've seen the the trailer. I kind of, I low key want to see it, but it low key looks kind of cheap. Aaron, oh my God, it's not like, I don't think I, I don't think I see cheap. I mean, they're, uh, no, I don't know. I really have to think about it, but it's really good actually. So I'm going to suggest October Faction. Uh, so for those who don't know, it's pretty much about like the, this family of, I guess, quote unquote, monster killers and well, it's a mom and dad and you know, they have twin son and daughter and they also have some things with them. I'm going to say supernatural things with them. But they don't really know what's going on. They don't know that their parents are these monster killers. So that's a plot in, in the series as well. Um, also with this like super witch lady that has risen and trying to like come back and pretty much kill everybody. Like, oh man, it it's actually really good. I'm just going to say that. It's really good. It's a good plot. It, it, it has you hanging on like. What's going to happen next? What are y'all going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So um, we're pretty much into that. I think we're on episode like maybe seven or eight, something like that. So, um, and we just started this week. You know, it came across. We watched the trailer and was like, okay, let's watch this. So October Faction was really good. And okay, yeah, so that does it for Netflix. And of course, I'm watching all of my normal shows. They're great. Um, Yeah. And that's what I'm watching this week. Oh, you know, Grownish. But I'm sure we'll talk about Grownish. But okay. Yes. Okay. So I think the so the winter lineup. Or so we're back. I feel like we're in the full swing now from the fall. You know, from the winter finales or the winter midseason finales. You know, um, mm-hmm. like you, I'm watching a number of shows from Charmed the reboot to The Magician season five to The Good Doctor. Now that I'm caught up to Station 19, a million little things, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Everything on legacies, TV. <laughs> legacies, legacies. This is why I go to bed so late because I have to get these shows in to grownish, to blackish, to mixedish. And I didn't start blackish when it first started, but you know, oh, that's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah. But I want to talk about just briefly though, because I don't want to get into it like that. Is Grey's Anatomy? So as you all know, in the went in the for the mid season finale, winter finale, we ended it with the car that drove itself into uh, Joe's, which is like the hospital bar. And so we open up. So the way actually, and what I noticed, I was talking I was talking to Doug about this. The way that they've brought it back is that Grey's Anatomy used to come on at 8 o'clock, followed by Station 19, then followed by How to Get Away with Murder. Well, uh-huh. for the 2020, they've reversed it. So right now it's Station 19, followed by Grey's Anatomy. And so we started 
the we came back into 2020 with Station 19 showing sort of how the firefighters were trying to get into Joe's, right, to figure out what was going on to get people to safety, as well as we could see, like, the doctors that were already in there. Like, some were trying to help, but two of them were, like, severely injured. And if I say their names, you really don't necessarily... I don't think we talked about them that much. They're sort of... They're interns. They're, like, residents, which is uh, Dr. Helms. And Dr. Helms is the one who's... The lesbian who's in love with Dr. Gray. Uh, And then there was Dr. Blake. But Dr. Gray's not gay ish. No, Dr. Gray is like, you know, it's like you're in love with your idol, but she, you know, she just had her idol happens to be a she like she loves she's gay and she, you know, whatever. So Uh we get to see that. So, all right. So we get to see. So once we see sort of the firefighters trying to work to get people out and we see how severe everyone's injured and what sort of the surroundings that they're dealing with, we jump into Grey's Anatomy. When Grey's Anatomy, ah. I don't know. It's like a number of things that are happening. So I don't remember if we said this in the for the winter finale, but Dr. Shepard, who is pregnant, uh, who we thought was pregnant by Dr. Lincoln, is just found out that where she thought she was 20 weeks pregnant, she's a little more than 20 weeks pregnant. And so now that makes Owen the potential father as well. So we see her battling, trying to tell Lincoln, Dr. Link that he may not be the father and it may be Owen. And as mm. you all know, Owen just had a baby with uh uh dr altman and they're living together and there's a whole situation right like they're really in some sort of what like it's only written for tv kind of a situation right like because dr owen and dr shepherd were married and dr owen and dr altman were best friends you know like best friends and met each other when they were in the war and but she always loved him and then he was loving christina it's a whole thing all right we'll come back to that one day once we see where they pick up yet but i will say that now that we're into the new year dr shepherd told dr lincoln and she's getting ready to tell owen uh as well okay okay dr gray you know dr gray got broken up with by dr deluca and 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 he he pretty much told her take some time figure out what you really want is this what you want right which is essentially mm. breaking up with someone. It's like the long way to break up with someone. It's, instead of just ending it, it's like, take some time, figure it out, when really, like, it's a wrap. So we get to see how Meredith is slightly missing. Dr. DeLuca and Dr. DeLuca is sort of regretting his decision to tell Meredith to take a break. Because at the same time that he broke up with her, Dr. Yang, who we know Dr. Yang is one of the OGs from Grey's Anatomy, sent Meredith a present. And the present was a new chief oh, of pediatric yeah, surgery. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now we're seeing that's it's it's almost like a slow burn because she's still dealing with, you know, the hospital and Dr. DeLuca. But uh, I forgot this man's name, but the P's guy, the P's head is intriguing. Like he's piquing her interest because there's a level of like smarts and intelligence that he possesses that Dr. DeLuca won't have. Um, given that he's a resident and he already feels superior. He already feels like Mary's superior to him that like this guy doesn't have that hurdle. That plus his, um, his smarts plus his, uh, what's the word? His smarts plus it, well, his smarts and his smarts. Like, he's smart and he's smart. <laughs> um, okay. So we're seeing where that is. Uh, what else is going on? I think that's it. That's all I'm going to say for right now. Um, we're going <laughs> to see what happens in the, and we're going to build up to this. I'm going to have to figure out some ways to do some grades in 90 minutes or less. Because it's a lot that goes on. And it's and, and we're, I like how they're fleshing out more characters because... 15, 16 seasons in, right? You gotta, how do you, how many more seasons can you go? Like, so. I mean. I, got, I like the idea that they're, that they introduce new characters and start to build SVU a background for those new characters. And can still, and that, oh, and I'm, oh, I'm glad you said that. I was watching SVU too, which was really good. Uh, SVU was sad, kind of like, oh, depending on how me. you view suicide, like, okay, all right, I won't say oh. anything. Oh, man. Yeah, SVU was good, man. 
good. All right, that's what I'm watching. I'm done. Grace, oh. make sure you go watch it. The Magicians is good too. The magi- make sure you get in- Ashley. You got to get into Magicians. Oh, this is us. Can... I'm watching This Is Us too. This Is Us is on a three. They're on like a three trilogy episode sort of thing arc. And so we've already seen the first two. The first one was Randall. The second one was Kevin. And now we get to see Beth's. Um, yeah. Oh man, it's been good. There's some stuff going mm. on. Okay. And then okay. I still I'm I'm partly into a fall from grace. So just an update. I'm partly into a fall from grace. Oh my god, Aaron. Partly. You supposed to be done with that by now. Yeah, look, we're now, supposed to be able to talk about that by now. There's other stuff that's going on, but I will say so far that I don't see what other people are seeing, but I'm also not looking at his projects for that, like for what right, I've seen in terms right, of right. critiques. Yeah, uh, as you shouldn't th- be. I mean, you should. And there be are some things that I only noticed because I saw people talk about it, and so right. I, and when it came to that scene, I I got to the part where they were talking about the guy in the diner. <laughs> oh yes, the man that was fake eating or whatever. Oh my god! Who also happens to be the judge? Who also happens to be at their wedding? If you notice that, but shut up! No, I didn't yeah, see that. <laughs> he is the judge. He is the judge when um she's trying to plead guilty or not, and wow, and he was one of the people that was throwing rice when they got married in the flashback. Anyway. There's I'm gonna have to, to look that up. I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> yes, I and mean, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's gonna wrap up what we're watching this week, and now we need to take a break. Yeah, guys, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, get our thoughts together, and we will be back break, with break, break. this week's perspectives. I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. Can't wait. Okay. All right, guys. We'll be right back. guys and we are back and it is time for this week's perspectives and Aaron I believe it's your time to go first all right or your turn yeah so (laughs) this week I want to talk about feelings feelings (sighs) hey all right serious (laughs) so let me reposition myself for a second okay the question is, do complicated feelings need resolution? And I found myself coming to that conclusion. So I was watching a show, uh, as I was talking about what are you watching, right? I was watching The Magicians. And there's a scene in the latest episode where uh, someone, I, Finn, oh, Finn, Finn. Um, Finn is a girl. Finn was trying to get Margot to, uh, she was trying to understand why Margot was feeling some kind of way about the fact that she had slept with this guy when she claims to not like uh, like him. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we know that they have been sex they have been sleeping together actively before something that happened in the prior episode and you know the season that separated them and yada yada yada. This is the magician, so there's some yeah. there's some <laughs> some fuckery in it. Some you know whatever. Anyway. Uh, but her response when the girl was like, what's like, she was like, oh, she was like pretty much, oh, you feel some kind of way because you still like him and want to be with him. That's why you're upset. And Margot responded like, like, bitch, no. Like, why do I, why can I not just have complicated feelings and allow that to be what it is? But it was in, in that moment where I was listening and I thought, huh, why is it that when we're dating someone or when we've broken up with someone and we say we've moved on and we have even moved on ourselves and gotten into relationships with other people, multiple people sometimes, depending on how you roll, that we can still be triggered by seeing our ex thrive with someone else. We, we can 
still find ourselves in our feelings when we see our ex doing certain things uh, that we may have wanted to do with them or that we were doing with them that they're now doing with someone else, right? And so I coupled the Magicians episode with me having to think about, like, with everything that I just said. And it just made me wonder, like, do we need, do complicated feelings need resolutions? And now what sparked the question is specific, but just in general, right? We have complicated feelings about things that don't necessarily make sense. We can feel some kind of way about something that when we try to understand why, it doesn't quite make sense, right? But isn't that okay? I mean, I'm doing a lot of talking, so I want to shut up now, but that's sort of where I've been at. Do complicated (laughs) feelings need resolutions? Um, I think it, it's a case by case uh, scenario. I think I would say it needs resolution if it's still affecting your present life. Um, you know, I'm thinking in some of the examples that you gave, like why do we, you know, why are we triggered by our exes, seeing our exes do, you know, moving on or, you know, being with someone new or doing things with someone new that they didn't do with you. Um, and I think that if you if you're at that point, I mean, and. first let me say I feel like we're all human and so you know sometimes that can just be a human emotion like it it may not be anything deep to it you may just feel some type of way like I mean I think that makes you human Um, but I feel like if it's triggering you in a way where that's all you're focused on is like so now that thing has become pretty much your obsession with your conflicted feeling or you know whatever with the ex um I think that would be a time that it should be addressed. And then I'm going to go a little further and say, who are we addressing it with? Like, are we addressing it with? Well, I was going to ask, who do you address it with? Like, how do you? I mean, you said it doesn't need to. Oh, like for for resolution. I mean, I don't, I feel like you can address it with yourself. I feel like you can address it in therapy. I don't necessarily feel, and I mean, and my own thought has changed as well. Because in the past, I felt like, you know, I need closure. I need to, you know, talk to this person and let them know how I feel and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I've started to realize now that addressing thing, addressing your own personal feelings that really only affect you is for you. And so I don't think it does, um, I don't think it does anything to bring someone else into what you're already feeling. I think that you should address it with yourself and be honest with yourself about how you're feeling and then process and move from there. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah. Like I don't have a, uh, a... a definitive answer as to how I view, as to the question at hand, right? Do complicated feelings need resolution? I think there's something to be said for, I mean, I think you're right. One, yes, we're all human beings. And so to me, that means we are never perfect. Even on our best days, we fall short. And so in that, in, in that imperfection lies to me a level of, uh, yeah, like that's where complicated feelings live. Right. And so on one hand, like, I don't know, because I'm just so conflicted by this. Like, I was really having a thought like I was really thinking this out when when it when it hit me, because a part of me says complicated feelings do need resolution because they're only complicated because you've put yourself in a position uh, or you are viewing a certain particular thing in a way uh, where you're not winning. So it's only complicated because you're not getting out of it what you want. And so you're choosing to live in that complicated space versus if you were getting what you want, it wouldn't be complicated because all the things that make come that could make it complex would be null and void. Right. They'd be irrelevant. Um, right. So in that sense, I go like, yeah, there's a there's there's a there's a rationale behind addressing complicated feelings or taking a beat to realize like how I feel in this moment um, is contradictory to like all the things that make my life like what it is right now. Um 
But then I go, no, complicated feelings don't need to be addressed. Like, I can see an argument for that, too, because because of what we just said earlier. Like, we're not perfect. We're human beings. We fall short even on our best days. And sometimes, and I guess, actually, I didn't watch the whole full, full, full interview, but uh, a part of why sometimes I give references to things that are happening in, like, the general sphere is because people can sometimes, who are listening, like, I believe that people are listening or like you, like, we can relate to that. Um, or we can pinpoint that thing to help further elaborate something that I'm not able to. Anyway, I was saying that I said that to say uh, T.D. Jakes was on The Breakfast Club and I didn't watch the whole interview, didn't even watch a piece of it. But there was a clip uh, and a Instagram post where he essentially said like, uh, or I'm summarizing what he said in terms of not everything has to have an answer. There are some things that happen in our lives that are just unexplainable. And we, the madness that we feel... Um, usually comes from a source of like us trying to find an answer one plus one equals Mm. two and in the world Mm. of like being and in the world of humans human nature not everything is one plus one equals two there are some there are some complex complications there are some complex equations that don't necessarily have a definitive answer and so we have to be and so once you're able to recognize that you're able to be at peace in those moments of uncertainty or in those moments where you don't have a clear answer or a clear path forward. Um, yeah, and so that makes me go, and so thinking about all of that makes me partly say like, or is where I can see, uh, is where I can empathize with someone who has complicated feelings that that can't that there is no resolution for, right? Um, and with that, I believe it's not necessarily the feelings, it's how you deal with those complicated feelings that don't have a resolution uh, to them. That's where to me, I would put more energy uh, if you're not able to, if I'm not able to like find a resolution to it, because I and and I, I can't think of something off the top of my head right now. Or maybe I can if I thought about it. Like there are probably things that I deal with, and the reason why I'm dealing with them is because I haven't resolved them. Uh, and sometimes we can become masters at dealing with things versus like becoming masters at resolving things. And that then takes me back to why we need to find resolution to things because we should never just have to deal with like. We should never live in uncertainty, right? Like things should have a resolution or an ending or a conclusion that allows you to move forward, not necessarily have to deal with like and operate in that. People should be able to be their best selves. And sometimes you can't be your best self operating in confusion. But that's typically how people do. But that's typically how we like set ourselves up, especially when we're dealing with other people who we have ties or connections to. I'm just running my mouth now at this point. Like I'm going to be quiet. Mm -hmm. It's just the (laughs) thought of like, like that. Huh? And I don't have it now. I'll, those last things, like I don't necessarily like. Okay, I could think of a moment back in undergrad, possibly where I didn't understand, where I could see I had complicated feelings because I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing, uh, and someone that I was dating, interested in, whatever word you want to use, was doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. But it wasn't until I found out about them that the complicated feelings that, like bubbled up. Uh, but that's a whole other conversation for another day that we can flush out. But I can think of a moment, but I definitely don't have those okay. now. Okay. Okay. Well, this is your perspective. Does that end you? Oh, look, I'm trying to like. You not said okay, like. Oh, like, let me give you some room to talk. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. No, I get, I mean, I, that's why I said I think it depends on the person. Um, every scenario is different. Sometimes it's not worth it to get that resolution or, I mean, or depending on where you're trying to get the source, you're trying to get this resolution from. I, I think it, I think people need to be clear about why they need the resolution. You if know your I mean? ex, like, okay. Ooh. If your ex, 
is or someone you were like someone who you deeply care for or cared for or care for um is now like with someone else Mm -hmm. and you're with someone else and Mm -hmm. you find yourself feeling some kind of way because they with that bitch or they taking that bitch you taking that bitch to bush gardens now right like whatever um why the fuck you taking her to Six Flags, right? Or him to Six Flags, right? Like, you find mm-hmm. yourself in your feelings about certain things while you're in a full-on relationship doing things that you didn't even think were imaginable, right? Like, that you didn't even think were possible between a couple, right? Like, you're living right. your best life in this relationship, yet you still find yourself um, feeling some kind of way about your ex and the situation that they're in. Like, does that need resolution? Um, I mean, again, I think stuff like that is human. Like, how far are you taking it? Like, I think that's okay to feel like, oh, now you with that bitch. Just because you with someone doesn't mean that you can't still have um, feelings or feel some type of way about something that your ex is doing. But if it's a lingering thing where you, uh, you are... Why not, though? Why not? Um, Why not? Why are you feeling some kind of way about an ex doing something? Why can't you? Why, 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 why not? Because you, you can't help how you feel. So, I mean, it could just happen. Like, yeah, I mean, that could just happen. Like, it's it's not an, I'm sure it's not an intentional thing for anyone because I think that the person that is feeling that way, um, it's almost more like it's more damaging to them to even have to feel that way. And I'm sure if they had a choice, they wouldn't feel that way. But there are certain things that you just can't help that you feel some type of way about. But is it that you can't help you feel that way because you actually never addressed, you never addressed whatever the issues were with that other person. And so really this is just an opportunity to, to show that, that you still have things that you need to resolve with that person. Your unresolved feelings are because of your unresolved whatever with that person. And that needs to be addressed. No, I disagree. I don't think that's just because you didn't. You can address something with someone and still feel some type of way about it. That's like somebody telling you that they're sorry that, you know, they cheated on you, but you're still going to feel some type of well, way. Like addressed, you, like, I'm again, sorry. Like I used the wrong word address, but resolve, to resolve something with someone. With I mean, I act. feel like even if you, like, with that person, are we talking about with that person or resolved it within yourself? Because, with I the mean, person. A, I'm talking a, about with the person. The reason why you oh, have unresolved re- feelings within yourself is because you have unresolved things with that person. But I don't think there needs to be a resolution between that person. But if we're just speaking on the fa- on the the statement, you, you see somebody, you see your ex with someone else, and you're now in a new relationship, and you see them doing the things that they used to do with you, or giving them more that they've given you, I I 100% think it's natural to feel some type of way. I do not think that that needs resolution. But if that takes over your life that you feel some type of way and you can no longer be happy in what you have that you've been happy in because now this this thing has taken over your thought process and your life and is keeping you from being happy, then yes, that is something that you need to resolve. But that's something that you need to resolve in yourself and find out why is this one person affecting my happiness in this way. But I think just, you know, a normal statement, I mean, oh, now you with that bit. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's something that needs resolution. I just think that's like... I'm not necessarily talking about the statement, but the statement is predicated. The statement usually follows something else, right? An action, a thought, an idea that follows. Yeah, but what if it doesn't? It ain't like you just going off with your. It ain't like you just going off about your ex to your friend, right? Like you damn near ready to call your ex and go off to your ex, go off to your ex about your ex, right? Like you're ready to go off to them. You're ready to go off about them to them. I mean, Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's everybody's. I I I think that's something different. I don't know. I don't think everybody comes to that conclusion that they see something and now they want to call them and go off. No, I'm not saying um, that. I'm just giving an example of like, it's not as light as you're making it. When I say like, 
unresolved feelings, complicated feelings. It's not as as you're just upset. It's like complicated isn't just the, like to me. It's not just like you just feel some kind of way that your ex is doing it. Like it's it's multi layered than that. I'm just giving different examples of like how it can go deeper than just the feeling itself. Yeah, um, I mean that's why I said it depends on the scenario. But I don't think that. I don't think that I'm just saying I don't think that feeling some type of way about seeing your ex with someone else just because you're with someone else means that there's anything that's unresolved. That's just me. Like, I don't think that there that means there's something unresolved. I think it just means that you feel a type of way. Like some people, I mean, you can feel some type of way. Why can't you feel some type of way? Because I just said I'm going to repeat it. You can't help how you feel. (laughs) Like You just can't. So what do you mean? Like, I don't know. That's like you see somebody on the street. You can help what you do with it. So if you don't pick up that phone, to me, that speaks volumes. Maybe you don't have any unresolved issues because you can see what you see. You can feel how you feel. And then you can keep it moving. Does that person need uh, something resolved just because they felt some type of way for five minutes and decided to keep on pushing with their life? Can Mm. they not feel some type of way? Because, you know, depending on the scenario... Maybe maybe they went through a whole lot of shit. Maybe this maybe this person got a ring and you didn't. Maybe you feel some type of way about that. I think it's okay to feel some type of way and as long as you're not lingering there or doing anything that is like damaging to who you are at this point or or you know, keeping you from being happy, like if that's something you get stuck in, then to me that needs resolution. But if you feel some type of way for a few minutes and and even if you decide to pick up the phone and call your friend, but if you keep pushing with life and keep like if it's not your main focus, then Maybe you don't need, maybe your resolution was calling your friend and going off about it. Like, girl, what the fuck? Can you believe this nigga? That, 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 that. Done. And then you, you right back to doing whatever you was doing. You about to call Raekwon, tell him you're on your way to roll up, do something. But you, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I can see a lot of what you're saying. I definitely, yeah, I can. I can. I, I think I'll just add to at least to, for, for me, uh, yes, you can't help, what? You cannot help how you feel, but you know what to do with those feelings. I like to add now, but you can, but you can check the source of those feelings. And to me, there's a, and, and I don't want to keep saying to me, like everything I'm saying is to me, like, but I just, yeah, I just think, yes, I think it's multi-layered. And I think there's, you can't help how you feel, but you can help the source of those. You can't help how you can fit. You cannot help how you feel. But you can help what you do with those feelings. I'd like to add that you can check the source of those feelings. And that to me is where I think we need that to me is where the details matter. Um, Yeah, that to me is where the details matter. They don't just make it so simple as like letting it go. That's where to me you find the resolution. And that's that's all I have to say. Because I've said so I've said more than probably what I want. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So is that going to wrap up your perspective this week? Yes. All right. So I'll go ahead and jump into my perspective. Um, This week, I want to talk about broken bonds and more specifically bonds that have been broken that you didn't cause. Uh, So let me just give you a little bit of background. It's a personal story. But basically, um, so I have a friend and I'm not going to say their name up here, but well, I still say friend, but who knows? Um, And I haven't spoken to this friend in about three or four months. And I don't know why. And and I say that because the last time we talked, I think it was like around September. um, And I was going to, I was supposed to be going to see this person. They were supposed to be sending me their address when I got in town, yada, yada, yada. Um, Long story short, I got in town and never got another response as far as um, the address or anything. 
So, you know, I hit them up before I left. Nothing. Um, I've called since then, like called, left messages, text since then, nothing. And it wouldn't bother me on a normal basis, but this is a friend that I feel like, I mean, we've been friends for like maybe five years, but like we had a really strong bond. Like, I mean, I always felt like we was always on the same page. This was my space partner. Like she's been there for me. I've been there for her. Like, We've been through some things in this, you know, five, six years span that we've been friends. So it's just kind of weird to me for her to just like drop off the face of the earth, like with no explanation or nothing. So my question is, when you have a bond with someone and it is broken, how hard should you try to, I guess, amend that bond? And I guess you could use the scenario that I just gave you or if you have a different one. Yes. How hard should you try to amend that bond and then taking it a step further in this certain situation, does the person who actually broke the bond have an obligation to let you know why? Go. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think they have an obligation to let you know why. I think they have an obligation to do whatever it is that they want to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, that's the simple way. That's the simple answer to that piece. Uh, the first part of your question was... Say the first part again. Um, how hard should you try to amend a bond that you didn't break, pretty much? Oh, I- if you didn't break it, how do you... What is there to... I mean, what is there to amend? <laughs> how hard... I guess the question is how hard. I think... Yeah. How... How much you can... How much are you striving to still be in this person's life? What are you trying to get from this person? Do, like, there are a number of questions that I have. Yeah. When I... When... But how hard? I don't know if you should try hard at all. You didn't break the bond, right? So how do you even know what needs to be done to put it back together? How do you... If you didn't break it, how do you even know? All you know is that it's broken, right? There's a potential that all you know that it's broken. You don't even know what this, what actually caused it to break, what damages it has done to your interactions with each other, other than you don't interact at all, right? Right. So you're stepping into uncharted territory by even trying to like get back into their, by trying to like communicate with them, get back into their space when you've never even been there in this capacity. So there's a level of bravery, I think, that comes with this. So it depends on, like, how brave are you? How much are you willing to step... How much does this person mean to you? How much of this... How how much does this person mean to you? What about this relationship moves you forward? Either... Or how much of this relationship moves forward, right? Either by you or by this person. Uh, There are a number of questions I think you have to ask in order to get to that kind of answer. But I do think that it's worth uh, giving it a serious, like having a serious conversation with yourself and not just um, dusting it off. Cause sometimes people have a tendency, like if we ain't fucking, then, then that's how they resolve, right? Like moving on right. I ain't fucking this person. So it right. doesn't really matter. Uh, and I almost yeah. want to say, Oh, I'm going to share this with you, but I was, it's, cause I need to finish it too. So I can have a better understanding of what I'm about to say, but, or at least what they were thinking as I was interpreting it. But there comes a point And I think a part of what makes someone a good, up. One could say that a part of what makes someone a good wife, a good husband, a good partner, a good employee, a good coworker is that they're good. Is that they've that they've done the work of trying to be a good friend. So they've worked out the kinks of what it means to deal with someone else um, through their friendships. Okay. Uh, and so, to me, if you and so because of and if you think that way then you owe yourself, you owe that relationship, um, the courtesy to give it some thought and to come up with a solution 
that moves that and come up with it, an actual solution and not just like a band-aid like not just trying to put a band-aid over a wound but like an actual solution that to heal and fix not even saying that the outcome will be one that favors the relationship continuing moving forward but at least one that has a resolution um ah, resolution Boop. Uh, uh you know hey <laughs> so yeah i don't know i don't like i said yeah i think i think the devil's in the details but i but even in saying that i think that you owe regardless of what happened regardless of what the situation is regardless of what variables are there it, it, just the basic question i think requires that you uh give it the respect and the honor that you would anything else and if not yeah. if not more if not more yeah okay yeah, okay. yeah i like that see i so I'm at the point now where I feel like I kind of give up, you know, like I don't necessarily feel like I need to continue to reach out because at this time, I think it's been like multiple times over the past few months that I've tried to reach out. Like I said, I left voicemail. I don't even leave voicemails. Like I don't, I don't, what? Left voicemails, like uh, text message, you know, like actually try because the friendship meant something to me. And so it's almost like a little slap in the face. Like, okay, so I guess we didn't really have a friendship. If you can just like peace out like this for, you know, now see how that I wouldn't do. I wouldn't start. And I wouldn't start trying to like, you don't have any answers. So why try to even create some, you don't even understand yeah, anything. So, so you do yourself a disservice by, you know, by running down all the negative things. when really you could take the time to think about all the good things, right? Like right. y'all aren't talking now, but there's enough good memories that you can use that. You know, I almost, sent a, I almost sent a message going off, but my um, loving, calm wife <laughs> reminded me that that's not the way to handle things, you know, and that can only potentially make things worse. Robin um, said you done went off on me a couple of times in that way, and look, it got you nowhere. I, I still got her. Or did, I, I was about to say, her. or did it get you nowhere? Because right. you got her. I still got her. I got the rock and the fella. So, anyway, um, yes. But, yeah, so that's what I was wondering. Um, just, you know, that was... I felt like that should be a topic this week. Also, you know, it made me thinking about this post that I saw Charlemagne um, put up on Instagram that said, um, stop trying to mend bonds with people that you didn't break. Fuck them people. And I was like, see, you know, Uncle oh, Charlotte I says, that. I mean, hey, there's some, there's some truth in that too, because, you know, I can look at it from a perspective of, I didn't do anything. Like I can truly say I didn't do anything, which is rare for that me. You know, when that you know uh Aaron, like I as, know at this point, I didn't do at anything. At this point, nope. See, you don't know. At yes, this point, I, I would say you operate. I would say at this point, I, you operate with the information that you have access to. But actually, you don't know what somebody else is thinking. You don't understand. From your perspective, you did nothing wrong. But you're not the one who made the if, decision not to talk to you. She okay, did. So well, you, if you, you can't So you tell only me, know that if you can't. If you she can't hasn't told tell you anything. That I, exactly. So that lets me know I didn't do anything. If you, if you felt strongly enough, if I did something or said something, so you tell yourself whatever you. you need to tell yourself in order to move. Oh uh, well, I that's will. That's all you're doing right now. Listen, that's not I'm being basi- honest with but yourself. I'm also basing it off of the, our last few conversations, and I know that there was nothing I did because we were still, you know, we were still talking. And if that we had plans, see. Aaron, if we had plans for me to meet up with you when I got in town that day, you wanted me to come over your house. What happened between? Hey, we're hitting the road. Okay, have a safe trip. Can't wait to see you. To hey. We're here. Okay, glad y'all made it safe. What? So tell. I'm not like, saying anything happened. I'm just saying you don't know that. Oh, I listen. It's hard for you to you could listen to you. It's even hard for you to acknowledge that you just don't know something. 
Like you want you feel better about if you didn't past t- it. Er, if you haven't told me that I've done anything, then to me I haven't done anything. I mean that's like and and I and really I can't believe you're saying that because you operate in that same way. If someone has not come to you and expressed to you that you've done something wrong, why would I think that I've done anything wrong? If you cannot open up your mouth to me as a grown person, but I see, but see, there's a difference between I did not do something. There's a difference between I don't believe I did something wrong for I know I did nothing wrong. I know that this like like you're speaking as if you are her, as if you made the decision not to talk to you, but you didn't. It was her, and she's decided not to give you any indication as to the who, what, when, where, why's behind that decision. So at best. You can say from how I remember our interactions, I did nothing wrong. But not, but to make a clear statement when clearly there are two people that are a part of this doesn't do you any justice in terms of being realistic about the situation. More so, it helps you to move past it. And if that's what you need, then you do what you got to do. But I think there's a difference between needing to move past it and being honest about the situation at hand. Being honest about the situation at hand looks at all angles of it, recognizing that some of them may not be favorable to you. You know how I know that I know I didn't do anything wrong? Two reasons. Did she tell you? One, two reasons. One, when you know that you know that you know a thing, you know that you know that you know that thing. And two, (laughs) and two, Aaron, I am never wrong. I am never wrong. When are you going to get that through that head that I am never wrong? You know, I just told my mama the other day. I just told my mama that the other day. She said, girl, you wrong. You done been wrong. Name one time. Plenty of time. Name one time. Name one time that I was actually wrong about something. Not something that I did was wrong, but that I was wrong about something. That I, something that I predicted. How many times have I predicted? How many times? And was right. I just, I mean. Uh, What? What? Do you really think that? Aaron, we'll talk about it off air. (laughs) Okay, because you know what I want to say. You know what I'm about to say. You know who you know what I'm about to say. LV, you made a prediction every time, and every time you're wrong about that prediction. Every time, unless you're not being honest with yourself. I've never been wrong about that. I always knew within whatever. No, you did not. No, no, you did not. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. That's another. That's another topic, guys. Anyway, that's gonna wrap up my perspective this week. Um, Yeah. I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate that. All right. So let's talk about what we're looking forward to. Um, What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to getting my nails and feet done with Robin. We have a whole little uh, appointment to go get Manny Petties. Well, she's going to get a Manny, but I'm going to get a fill-in because, yeah. Um, And we're going to get Petties. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm also excited because I have some stuff coming from Amazon that I uh, that I just purchased that I'm really excited to get here, like a new band for my watch, um, a new flat iron, you know, stuff I'm just randomly ordering off of Amazon. Um, and Monday, my mom is sending us a care package. So, well, she's already sent it, but it's supposed to be here on Monday. So I'm excited to just see what she put in there because she was really like hyping this box up, talking about I can't wait for y'all to see everything I put in there. She didn't tell me what was in there, so... I'm a little excited. It's really, it's just like, you know, Christmas every day, man. Yeah. Something new. You should videotape yourself opening the box when you get it. So that that way your reaction. Have Robin videotape you so that way we can get your initial reaction to the box. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) Well. Look forward to not doing that. Go. (laughs) Now, what are you looking forward to? Since we're playing this game, I'm looking forward (laughs) (laughs) To a uh, men's breakfast. Okay. Um, 
that I was invited to, or that a, a number of people that are in this group chat were invited to, and I've decided that I was going to go. So I'm looking forward to like that and seeing. Is this your um? Is this your men's group from church? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check y'all out. Where y'all going so, to breakfast? <laughs> uh, we're going to fellowship at IHOP. Yes. Ain't that, listen. You know, I have not been to IHOP in so long. I, what? I mean, I have, and I live like literally there's an IHOP, what, two blocks away from me right now? Three blocks away from me? What? I can, I could not tell you the last time I ate at IHOP. No. I mean, I just love uh-huh. IHOP pancakes. That's the only thing. Like, it's something about them pancakes, man. The only person that comes second to, I mean, the only place that comes second to IHOP pancakes is Silver Diner Pancakes. Oh, my God. I was just hoping you were not going to say, what's the face? I know you ain't talking about Denny's. <laughs> oh, fuck no. I, oh, I was I'm talking about, about Waffle say. House. But even, oh, either the f- way, both ew, of them. Bottom ew, of the bed. Ew. I, I can't <laughs> tell you the last time I've been to Waffle uh, I only started going to Waffle House because Amber Ash drugged me there. And I hate it. Wop- like, it is just so disgusting to me. That cheese that they put on them. Man, get out of here. Get oh, see, here. I don't even do all See, I can tell you. I can count on one hand how many times I've been, at least, that I can remember. Oh, and yeah. I only went I when I was dating. Uh, when I when Ogden and I went. That's because they loved it. And I would just mm. sit there. Mm-mm. I'd just sit there. Not no it's need. Not, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. My Mm-mm. stomach hurt every time I left Waffle House. Like, <laughs> let me say that. Like, my stomach was tore up after that. So, yeah. It just so. doesn't look right. It does. The, the establishment. It's not. You know, pre- presentation not. is everything. Yes. And it's just not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I feel like it belongs. Anyway. Yeah, I get it. Anyway. I get it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Shut- <laughs> Shout out to IHOP and Waffle House. <laughs> nah, shout out to IHOP and Silver Diner. That's it. <laughs> Ain't no rest. Uh, okay. Well, that's going to wrap up the show. Do you have any reflections? <laughs> you said what? I said only fancy people go to Silver Diner. We get it all the time. All right. Do you have any reflections? I do. Okay. So I was listening to this mini-sode that we did. Um... Oh, the Minnesota, the last Minnesota. Anyway, these are my reflections. So when you, there was a moment where you were like, it was a good episode. Um, it was like one of the best episodes of the Grownish series so far. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? Like, yeah. Like when you said it, I was like, huh? And then I thought about it. And then I was like, what? I was like, it was a good episode. It was a real episode, but it definitely was not like one of the best episodes. Like, I was like, I need to think on that because I just didn't. Okay. First of all, I said it was one of my favorite episodes. So where you may not hold best episode, I hold Excuse that Excuse me. The best these episode. are my reflections. Oh. These are oh. my reflections. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> my bad. I also said Zoe's oh oh yeah yeah I was like uh when you asked me I mean I still gave that reflection earlier but I was like Zoe is gonna go off because y'all would go off like I know people um uh uh go off about what now. um from the the, the the episode Zoe went off when um remember when you asked oh, about- me dang it now I gotta remember and you was like what did I think and I was like oh I thought Zoe's gonna go off Oh, about um, Nomi telling Luca before her? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote, Doug is everything to me, okay? Like, yes. whoever writes about, whoever writes for Doug. Great D- job. Doug is everything to me. Like, this last episode was kind of like, uh, his character. But overall, <laughs> hmm. All right. So the other thing that I'm reflecting on is the fact that Nomi, we were talking about Nomi's style during the, on the minisode. And it hit me as I was listening to it. Uh, 
I called it trailer trash. I called it trailer trash style. <laughs> and like the way they had her stomach sticking out with she couldn't unbutton the thing. It just gave me so much. Um, <sighs> remember, Jer- remember Jerry Springer, the movie? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my I don't gosh. know why that's what I thought right. of. Okay. Yes. And so or at least that's what just popped in my head just now. And then the last thing that I wrote down was whoever's writing this show is like definitely they definitely have some personal connect college experience like they're writing from our era like gosh. Oh yeah. Either the college definitely experience transcends decades, generations or they're definitely like in ours or you know one removed and so cuz some of that stuff just feels so what like were you were, were you filming at Norfolk State is there a camera somewhere that we didn't oh, know about yes. like what? Yeah. All right. I can but see that's, that. <laughs> that's sort of what I was just reflecting on was that last episode. There were there were some good kikis. Uh, what about you? Um, so my reflections that I wrote down first, I wrote that I say like so much, and I realized that when I was editing the last episode or the yeah the episode and the mini so whatever whichever one I was doing, um, I say like a lot, and it just kind of bothered me and it got on my nerves. I was like, I'm tired of listening to myself. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I wrote down once again, sounding fat over food. I don't know what food we were talking about, but apparently I was sounding fat again. So, um, yes, those were my reflections. Um, and just to circle back to what you were saying about that episode of Grownish, it was just a favorite for me. And I thought it was one of the best, um, ones thus far out of the three um, seasons and not the best one, but one of the best ones because some of the topics that they touched on were really like real life to me, like stuff that I had actually been through and experienced. So it was just really good to see it like play out on TV like that in the way that it was handled and everything like that. So yeah, that's why I thought it was one of the best so far. One of your favorite episodes. One of my favorite. Yes. And my favorite is different than yours. Yes. So Aaron, okay. Well, guys, no, I just repeated work. what you said. You said I wanted to like, I said it was my favorite. I didn't say it was oh, the yeah, yeah. favorite. So my, I was just repeating yeah, what you said. Just, oh, okay. Yes. I mean, that's true too. But I was letting you know <laughs> that I was I'm listening to you. Blank, blank, blank. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to wrap up this week's episode. We appreciate Ooh. you guys so much as always for just hanging in with us. Um, listening to our rant sometimes as we go off it is fun but we really appreciate you guys uh being there for us and as always if you have any feedback any comments anything you want to talk about this week as we talked about bonds and resolutions like whatever you guys want to put in we appreciate the opinions and the feedback so you can find us on instagram at a perspective underscore underscore you can email us a perspective at gmail.com no e at the end or you can find us on Facebook, uh, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate your support. Like, in, in all honesty, it's because of your support and the way in which you all continue to spread the word and show love that, like, that we continue to grow. And so tell five people, tell them to tell five people as well. And, yeah, bring more people to the conversation. So. Thanks. Yes, thank you guys. We hope you have a great week. And as always, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey. No. Bye. <laughs>